Welcome back to the Focus B Show. This is Katie Stoddart here, aka The Focus B. And on this show, I interview high performers and leaders around the world to discover their secrets on peak performance, productivity, mindfulness, and leadership. So if you want to take your performance and your leadership to the next level, then you're in the right place. Listen up and connect with the magic. I'm really excited to announce that in the upcoming weeks, I'm launching my new program to help you to optimize your time and your energy to reach the results and impact you want in your business and in your life. If you want to find out more about my new program, check out thefocusbee.com program. Let's continue on the topic of attention. I told you I love the topic of focus, so let's continue and dive straight in. I'd like to address the topic of motivation. And this is because in order to be totally focused on an activity you're doing, a task, you need to be motivated. You need to want to do it. So if you're lacking motivation, the chances are you're not going to be very focused. There is a direct correlation between our ability to be focused and our levels of motivation and inspiration. What is motivation? Motivation is what drives our behavior. Motivation comes from our emotions, our physiology, our cognitive abilities. Yes, the mind is always there and social forces around us, they also impact our motivation. With motivation, you can understand why you're doing and why you're not doing certain activities. Basically, being motivated comes down to having a strong enough motive, a reason for taking action. You have a motive that gets you to take action. And a great part of this motivation is subconscious. So the mind is processing 400 million bits of information per second and so much, so much of this information is stored subconsciously. Some of the motives lead us to take action, but others make us passive and want to not take action. And so many of you maybe sometimes at least lack self-motivation, the ability to get yourself motivated to do something. Why do we do things? Why do we do certain things? Think about it. Why did you get up this morning? Why did you go to work if you went to work today? Why did you go and see friends? Why, If you ask the question for everything and look deep down, you'll see that there's two main reasons. We do what we do to gain pleasure or to avoid pain. For instance, maybe you got up and went to work today. That was either to gain pleasure, you love working, you love what you do, or to avoid pain because if you didn't go, maybe you wouldn't earn money and that would lead to all sorts of things that you don't want. Everything you do comes down to this. It's crazy, right? <laughs> it all comes down to it either gives you pleasure or you want to avoid pain. Everything. 
from the conversations you're having to the work you're doing to the food you're eating. It all comes down to that. So if you're not feeling motivated, probably it's because the activity doesn't bring you pleasure or the idea of that activity doesn't bring you pleasure. Maybe once you actually do it, it does. And that by not doing it, you're avoiding some sort of pain. And here we have a typical example of procrastination. If you're putting off, let's say, sending a proposal, it's because actually sending it maybe doesn't give you pleasure and maybe you want to avoid the pain of being rejected, for instance. And there we have lack of motivation and procrastination. So how can you switch things around? Well, it's pretty simple. <laughs> you need to increase the level of pain that it becomes uh, so high that in order to avoid the pain, you need to take action. And in a similar way, you want to sort of increase the pleasure of doing it. In the example of the proposal, you would think how great it'll feel once you've sent it, one less thing off your mind, maybe they'll say yes. So you increase, increase, increase the pleasure. And you either diminish the pain and think, you know, if I do get rejected, it's one step further towards another proposal that gets accepted, or you want to increase the pain of not sending it, thinking, oh, what will happen if I don't send it? How will they see me? And you want to switch around the pain from doing the action to not doing the action. And this is how you can trick yourself. This is how you can trick yourself to be more motivated, looking at the pain and pleasure. Another common reason is linked to lack of purpose, not understanding why you should or should not do certain activities. I did a previous episode on purpose and meaning and in the energy series, so feel free to check that out. But in general, if you're able to see a clear link between the action you need to take and a long-term direction and vision, suddenly is so much easier. If you need to send this proposal because you want to work with this client, suddenly it's so much easier to get yourself motivated to send that proposal because you want to work with the client, so you're motivated. Understanding this and working through this is tremendous. Our physiology is also an interesting part of motivation. If you're feeling stressed or you're under a lot of pressure, maybe you haven't been resting enough, and then your energy is low. So this part also is related to your energy because if your energy is low and you haven't slept enough and you've got all these emotions going on, then you don't have the motivation to take on another project or another client or do something else because it all feels like it's bubbling up and you're getting close to burnout or overwhelm and then it feels like too much. In these cases, address the overwhelm, address the stress, work on your sleep, you're resting, recuperating. And once your energy is back up, and you can listen to the energy series on this, seven episodes on energy. And once your energy is back up, this will help you to be more motivated. And like anything that we've discussed up to now, understanding what is blocking your motivation is fundamental to moving forward. In most of the episodes, I've touched on the importance of awareness, noticing 
what you notice about your time management or your energy management or attention and focus. Because once you have this awareness, what is actually going on is half of the problem. So once you have the awareness, the other half of the problem is doing something about it. If you're not feeling as motivated as you normally are, either in general or towards certain topics and activities, figure out what's going on. Think of that pain and pleasure aspect of things. Then look into purpose. Why do you need to do it in the first place? Check out your physiology. Are you feeling stressed? Have you had enough rest? What about overwhelm? And in terms of energy also, pay attention to your relationships. As I mentioned in the energy series, maybe your energy is low because you're introverted, you've had too many meetings, or you're extroverted, you haven't seen enough people. So if your energy is low, that impacts your motivation, and then you don't have as much, um, yeah, I can't think of another term, but energy (laughs) to get yourself going and to actually take action. Start to notice how all of these things tie together, how your energy impacts your motivation, impacts your attention, impacts how you manage your time. All these pillars of time, energy, and attention, they work together. It's not separate topics. I'm covering them in separate topics, sort of, although I keep overlapping in between topics, but they're all the same in some ways. If you're able to manage your energy, it will change your attention. If you have greater focus on attention, you'll be able to manage your time more effectively. Ta-da! It all works together. So please don't separate all of this. Start to see the correlation between all of these things. So to conclude on motivation, as I said, look at pain and pleasure. Look to see if it's going towards a specific purpose. Check in your physiology or in general your energy levels and start to put actions in place that will give you a greater sense of motivation. Maybe visualize your goal, connect with your why, know why you want to do it. Be super clear because your energy will be drained if you're not clear on what it is you want to achieve. Maybe even reward yourself, measure your progress, simplify things in your life, move your body. As I said, this gives you tremendous energy. Be inspired. Have accountability. Use an alter ego. There are so many different ways to get your motivation back up. But first, understand what is going, what is going on. And then you can tap into this peak performance and those magic hormones of dopamine and noradrenaline to get yourself back on track. And this will support your attention as you will be more focused if you're actually motivated to take action in the first place. Hope this made sense. Hope it's useful. Hope that you implement it because this is what matters most. Information without implementation is totally pointless and purely intellectual. We want to implement stuff to make the changes and transformation in our lives. So please, please implement something. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take two seconds to write a review. It means the world to me and it helps other people to find this episode and this podcast in general. Thank you for tuning in and wishing you a great day. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today to The Focus Bee Show. I would absolutely love to hear your feedback. So let me know in an Apple review or YouTube comment what was most valuable for you. And feel free to share this episode with a friend or a family member. Wishing you a wonderful, magical and focused day ahead.